Welcome back, Hemming Brainiacs. We're talking about some poetry, book of verse. Thomas Hockleave. Thomas Hockleave. Um, yesterday, we spoke of Chaucer's influence, and today we can see it evident in this poem. Kind of cool. I liked that how yesterday's poem we then spoke in the discussion about how influential Chaucer was. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. It's not that influential to me, apparently. But, um, um, and then the next poem was like a praise poem about that previous author. And I think that's really cool. Tecrific says, another praise poem, lamenting the death of Geoffrey Chaucer. Again, using references to the ancient Greeks and Romans to elevate the status of the lamented one. Who better to choose than two giants of philosophy and rhetoric? Aristotle and Cicero. Hockleave also, according to Wikipedia, hailed Chaucer as the first founder of our fair language, so I think it's fair to say that he really held him in high esteem and that this poem is more than the praise poem of old and more like a eulogy for a great teacher. By the way, after this we'll be reading John Lydgate. We're getting there in a minute. It's a very short poem today, just one poem. But before that, uh, Swim says the Mama Fishy said, I enjoyed this poem. Chaucer was pretty revered. I'm enjoying reading about the poets. Fun Wikipedia facts about Hockleave, Thomas Hockleave, or Oakleave, 1368 or 69 to 1426, was an English poet and clerk who became a key figure in 15th century Middle English literature. Ockleave has left behind more manuscripts and documents in his own hand than any other known medieval English writer. Well, what is known of his life comes mainly from his works and from administrative records. He obtained a clerkship in the office of the Privy Seal at the age of about 20. This would require him to know both French and Latin. Ockleave retained the post on and off for about 35 years despite grumbling. He had hoped for a church benefice, but none came. However, on the 12th, November 1399, he was granted an annuity by the new king. By 1410, he had married only for love, regiment 1.1561, and settled down to writing moral and religious poems. His diction is relatively simple and clear. As a metrist, he is self-deprecating while he confesses that Father Chaucer would have me taught but I was dull and learned little or naught. This pose was conventional in Ockleave's time and an inheritance from Chaucer himself whose alter ego, Geoffrey, was portrayed as fat and dim-witted in the House of Fame in the Canterbury Tales, later known as the Humility Topos. The posture would become a conventional form of authorial self authorial self-presentation in the Renaissance. The Oxford English Dictionary cites Ockleave as the initial user of the term slut in its modern sense, though not in its modern spelling. Wow, Ockleave the first ever slut shamer in history. <laughs> uh, okay, that's enough about Thomas Ockleave, I think. Let's read a John Lydgate poem. John Lydgate was from around 1370, and he died in around 1450, although there's question marks on both those dates, so hey, take that with a grain of salt. And I couldn't find a modern translation, so uh, this might be a bit, this might be a little bit uh, rough. T 
Tari 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 no longer toward thine heritage hast on thy way and be of right good cheer go each day onward on thy pilgrimage think how short time thou hast Abaddon here thy place is bagged big bagged bigged thy place is bigged above the stars clear noon earthly palace wrought in so stately wise come on my friend my brother most enter for thee I offered my blood in sacrifice bigged means built okay thy place is built above the stars clear okay yeah that makes sense um cool cute little poem I guess Not sure what it's about, to be honest. Something about a pilgrimage, something about take like kind of seeking refuge in a palace built above the stars. Um, I offered my blood in sacrifice. Is it Jesus welcoming a pilgrimage to the kingdom of heaven? Maybe I would maybe take a guess. I'd like to hear your guess. See if I've got that right or wrong. Um, cool. That's the poem. That's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Catching a mozo. Oh, I'm back. I just pressed stop record. Now I press start record again because I wanted to say that I just went to watch a Queen tribute band and it was fine. Anyway, see you tomorrow.